Hello and what's up political peeps, I am your host R.F. Kapoor and on this 48th episode of Dead Geopolitical, I am here to talk about mental health in America and in the world in general and today I am joined by a special guest, Mr. Colin Mediati, the site director at the Jennings Elementary School Playground Camp in Fairfield, Connecticut and an elementary school physical education teacher. Colin, welcome to the show. Alright, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, I'm so excited to talk. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a physical education teacher, I coach football at the collegiate level at Springfield College, and I'm a site director. This is my ninth year at camp here in Fairfield, I'm really enjoying being here. Thank you again so much for coming on today, Colin. But before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about what you think the definition of mental health is, and what that really means to you? So, the definition I'd say of mental health would, well, the Oscar definition is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. Now, the way I take that is just not, let's see, there's different severities of it. Like, normal mental health means you don't have any anxiety, you don't, you're not going to be really sad all the time. It's just the normal days, you just go through the days without having to worry about it. Now, when you start talking about mental health, there's a bunch of different severities. Like, some people have depression, and that means you just have an, on, an overwhelming feeling of sadness and you really can't do anything. You feel like you have no motivation for anything. And it's really hard to get through the day. And that affects your everyday life. So it affects the way you work, it affects the way you talk to people, it affects your social life, the way you hang out with people. You just want to be alone and do things. Now, anxiety is a different animal. Anxiety could affect you throughout the day and it could affect how you talk to people. Anxiety is just more, not really being sad, but being worried about everything. Worried of things that could happen in the future that hasn't happened yet. And it's just overthinking things. There's a couple triggers that people could have too. I'd say, um, I know some people get triggered with change. Like if you, if you move to a new house, maybe it can trigger some anxiety. You get kind of sad, you get kind of anxious about, you get worried about moving to a new neighborhood, stuff like that. So I mean, that's just one example. Thank you so much, Colin. That was a really great definition, especially to give the viewers kind of a gist about what mental health means. But now let's talk a little bit about the American state of mental health. So, unfortunately, about one in five Americans, or nearly 47.1 million people, don't meet that criteria that Colin just mentioned and suffer from disorders such as depression and anxiety. This number is also only growing. Just this past year, the number of depressed Americans has increased by a shocking 1.5 million people. On top of this, over 11 million Americans experience suicidal thoughts regularly, which is really sad. But the saddest part of this all is that only 11% of these Americans that suffer from these conditions have access to health insurance can help get, that can help them find care either through medication or therapy. This number of people that have no access to health insurance that can properly cover their medical bills is only increasing after the Trump administration left so many changes on the Affordable Health Care Act. Because of these issues with our society's mental health, there are many organizations that have been created to improve mental health. Some of these include NAMI or the National Alliance on Mental Illness which I made an episode on back in May during Mental Health Awareness Month. You can check that out in the description below. But NAMI focuses on 
support, advocacy, and a general public awareness of mental health. Another mental health organization is MHA, or the Mental Health America, where I got most of the information that I previously talked about from. MHA focuses on prevention of mental health issues and problems and creating a system where everyone can get proper mental care. I have the link to MHA, NAMI, and many other mental health organizations linked below for more information. These organizations also try to teach strategies for having proper mental health, such as having a consistent sleep schedule, which won't mess with your circadian rhythm and will allow you to actually function better. Another strategy is through eating healthy and more balanced meals that have less processed foods and more natural foods like fruits and vegetables, which can result in better focus and much fewer mood swings. Another great strategy for mental health is actually through physical activity and exercise. And that's why it's great to have someone who has so much experience with physical activity and exercise and working with kids here. So, Mr. Mediati, can you please walk us through how physical exercise and activity can improve mental health? So, in physical education, it's just my entire philosophy revolves around being physically active. I feel like if you become physically active throughout the day, even if it's only like a half hour a day, you get to become more and more your, your mood changes, your whole, the way you carry yourself changes. You actually can retain information better because more blood goes to your ankle, or go, more blood goes to your brain and it makes it, um, it just makes you retain information better. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on it at college. Um, during my undergrad, I studied for one of my theses and review of literature, I studied the, the, effect, the cognitive effects of physical activity and the benefits in the public school system. So there's a few different things I want to talk about, just routines and stuff like that, ways you can get better at being physically active, and the main way is to create a morning routine or an afternoon routine. I know a lot of people go to school and go to work and they wake up, they wake up just for school and go to, and then, or wake up just for work and just go right there. If you can wake up even a half hour earlier and get a little bit of a workout in, just move, either go on a bike or take a walk around your neighborhood, that'll affect you tremendously. Now, physical education is a whole different animal. I believe that physical education should be every single day in every level of school from preschool all the way until high school, even through college. I think learning how to become physically literate, which means learning how to move your body and, and the effects on why it's good, I think that really makes a change in how you talk and how you move and how you interact with people and how your mood changes and how much information you can retain. Um, and as humans age, you get a little bit weaker as you go on too. So I mean, physically, the effects are amazing, but mentally is a lot as a side of physical activity that people don't really talk about because they're like, oh, well, I'm just gonna be moving around. What does that have to do with anything, right? Yeah. Like I feel like if you're moving around and you're doing stuff, then your brain gets cleared of all that anxiety and mental health that you were talking about before and depression. It gets cleared of all that. Now you're like, okay. I got some blood in my system, I'm moving around. Now I can think, now I can do this. So I did, there were some tests that we did. Um, we had exercises happen before an exam and exercises after an exam. And the exam with people that exercised before had higher scores. 
So that just says something. Yeah, wow, that's really amazing how that works and how it really helps the way that physical activity is. So now let's talk about a couple more strategies for mental health before we wrap up today's episode. Another great strategy that not many people talk about is to showing gratitude. As when you think of yourself as a victim always, it can result in being always sad and depressed. You also have to be able to identify those sad and depressing feelings and thoughts, but you have to push past them and continue on with positive and new thoughts. You can try moving fast past these sad thoughts that you've already identified by doing relaxing activities since there's exploration, meditation, muscle relaxation, or breathing exercises. These can take your mind off of these negative thoughts and redirect it to all those positive thoughts which will take your mind off all the depression and anxiety that you may or may not be facing. I hope that if you do suffer from any cases of depression or anxiety or any other mental health issues, you found these strategies useful. And that about wraps up today's episode. But before I wrap up on today's episode of The Geopolitical, I would like to give a thanks to Mr. Colin Mediotti for coming on the show today. Make sure to go check him out at cmeads444 on Twitter. And Colin, is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? All right, I just want to say thank you. I love what you're doing on this podcast. And I think it's really helping out a lot of people get more educated on things that are happening around the world. So thank you. Well, thank you, Colin, so much for coming on. I hope you have a, a great day and peace out, political peeps.